0: dan what's going on man not much Didi. happy uh late labor day we're we're just through the labor day weekend people were listening to this so but uh you and i are in the middle of it enjoying it now so happy labor day
1: yeah man uh what does labor day mean to you
0: (laughs) um it's that that bell that much needed extra day off that we haven't had since the 4th of July. That's it. It's it's looking forward to that, you know, those months of the year, I don't know how many it is, six? Seems like half of the months that there's those built-in holidays that it's just that nice bonus day off that you need. But Labor Day, I mean, it's it's the start of fall. It's that, it's an extra day off of work, and it's the unofficial official start of fall.
1: Okay, the This is something I wanted to get into, and you brought it up. Like, summer starts when to you, Dan? When does summer start? Memorial Day. Yes. Why don't we acknowledge that? Like, why don't we (laughs) acknowledge the fact that the beginning of summer is Memorial Day weekend, and the end of summer is Labor Day weekend? Why do we do this, oh, it's the end of September or whatever, September 20-something, or it's June 20-something? Why do we do that? Like, why don't we just call it like it actually is?
0: Yeah, we're I think we pay too much respect to the sun who has completely betrayed all of us from coast to coast lately. Um, So why why honor the sun and go on the solstice solstice calendar with, like you said, June 21st, September 21st? No need for that. No need for that. We all we all know we all we're on the same page with Memorial Day to Labor Day. I'm with you.
1: Yeah, it's the stupidest thing. I just, like, no one acknowledges this. Like, no one cares about this. It's like, let's just, let's call it this. I mean, for some people, like, I felt like the end of summer for a lot of people was like, oh, yeah, school's back in time. School's back in. So, you know, that's when summer ends. But we'll go with yeah Labor Day weekend. Let's, that's what it is. And that's what it means to me. Because, like, I don't know who started Labor Day. I guess I could Google this or something like that. But I don't really feel like it. Um, But shouts to that person. Um, because like no one would ever give us days off. And we've talked about this before when it comes to other holidays, Mm -hmm. if we didn't have it. So I hope everyone's enjoying their Labor Day and just not doing anything and enjoying their Labor Day weekend. Just not doing
0: a damn thing. That's how it should be. That's that's what it's all about. That's exactly how it should be. Busy summers. It's time to enjoy, take the extra time off. We don't get them super often. So enjoy that and, and get ready for fall. Man, I mean, I, it's it's hot here on the East Coast. We've been a couple days into the 90s, but oh, in the mornings, you know, you start. There's a couple of days where it's we dip it into the 50s. So we're hitting extremes, but it's it's fall. Yeah, it fall has been football season has begun. Fall, it's fall.
1: Yeah, the weather has been was trash here this weekend. It rained two days. Hasn't Ooh. hit hasn't hit the 90s. Has barely hit 80s this weekend. Yeah,
0: jeez. Yeah, dude, see, Sun to train everybody we, to too much for us. Not enough for you. Like, let's just get to our calendars. Let's forget the sun. Seriously.
1: Well, what's up? It's the brunch breakdown. DD out here in Los Angeles. Chris is somewhere maybe, maybe delivering a baby. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see, yeah, He Fair could enough. be whatever. And then Dan is in Pittsburgh. And today <laughs> on the show, we're going to be talking Dion Sanders, the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes, who are. At least for this week, going to be the whole talk of all things football. So we're gonna be talking about Dion, uh, Jimmy Buffett, R.I.P. R.I.P. to the legend Jimmy Buffett, but he does something that maybe you didn't know about. We're gonna talk about that. This U.S. Open drink that is going to ex- that's going to pass nine million dollars of drinks sold over the time of the U.S. Open. I can't wait to talk about that. And then we got music, we got beer, we got just all things it's the brunch breakdown you know what you're here for let's do it dan where can they find it i'll
0: tell them where they can find it and ironically as you said where chris chris might be i mean we're talking labor day is it possible labor Ooh. different type of going into labor on labor day we don't know that for a fact but it could be because he's not here so you know if you know where he is let us know because we don't know maybe that's what's going on but just made me think he's that. down there Dif- he's Dif- <laughs> He's down there saying blue 42. Yeah. Blue 42! He's <laughs> he's <laughs> he, he, he celebrated a different start of a new season for him there. Yeah. Um but yes, you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere podcasts are available, people. If if for some reason the brunch breakdown isn't available where you listen to podcasts, you listen somewhere obscure, maybe you listen to um you know Putin Putin Pods in Russia. Maybe you're a Putin Pods fan in like Like, guess what? Yeah, we're probably not there, but we're everywhere else. Okay. If there's anywhere else that you like to listen to podcasts, you're like, Brush Break, I can't find you. You let us know. I'm telling you, we'll be there, but we're everywhere besides Putin Pods. Okay. That you can find podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday. (laughs) Every Wednesday. Hit follow, hit subscribe. Those episodes will come right to you. Listen to them on the go, download them, take them with you. Uh, Or you can watch the full video episodes. Uh, Those premiere on our Facebook page and our YouTube page at 9 a.m. noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, but you can watch them on demand anytime you want to watch after that, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere on social media, too. Facebook, X, Instagram, Threads, Triller, TikTok. I'm sure Putin has his own, too. We're not there, but we're at all those other places, at Brunch Breakdown. Find us there. I don't know why I'm really turning Russian into this, just Putin pods clicked and I don't know it just rolled off the tongue and now we're going with it but you can find the brunch bites everywhere on social media and he mentioned that we have music of course we have music we have music each and every week Sounds of Brunch we upload that to Spotify exclusively find it there just search Sound of Brunch and enjoy
1: dude if there was a Putin pods we'd have to figure out how to get on there and guaranteed that's where the brunch breakdown blows up and we'd have to go on tour (laughs) in Russia like We'd, we'd have would. thousands of we people coming to the live show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wouldn't that be the story? Wouldn't that be the story?
1: We'd be so conflicted. We would not need be telling anybody where we're going.
0: We're I know. Like, we'd be reading. We have we'd have we'd have uh ad reads in you know in the you know in the middle like oh, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this one. <laughs> oh boy. Um <laughs> complete uh, disbelief but we're just taking the money and running with it you know we sold out to russia
1: <laughs> it's like when um when artists do those shows and like for some like i don't know some dictator and like or they do it for some like prince in dubai or something who's like yep. super yep, corrupt yep. but they paid like justin bieber 10 million dollars to go perform baby three times Yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like, hey i get it it's a big, yeah. big payday It's like, ah, I what you gotta do. Gotta do what you
1: gotta do. So do do we. Oh, man. All right. Well, it's time to get random topics off our chest. And uh, Dan, go for it. What do you got on your mind today, man?
0: Yeah, I'm going to get straight into the point with this one. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Brunch Breakdown, citizens of Russia, stop stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it with these ugly and ridiculous mullet haircuts and these real thin, creepy mustaches. Like, just stop it. It's a terrible look. I hate it. And it's mostly, but not entirely, the younger generation. I'm not putting it all on Gen Zers. It's not all them. But they look absolutely ridiculous. Whoever started this trend of bringing back the mullet is just one ugly looking dude that just couldn't get by and it concerns me it concerns me that there's not enough smart people out there to think you know what this this is not good this is not a good look for 2023 and 2024 and beyond it it's not we need both men and women to speak up and put an end to this to this look okay you all look like creepy boys from the 70s and 80s <laughs> and it wasn't a good look then and it certainly is not a good look now I don't understand it there's plenty of great hairstyle options out there your boys were rock, rocking one right now okay this doesn't put itself together in the morning you need a little effort you don't just let it let it grow back keep the side short and call it a fun call it a fun day fun mullet no someone in your life is rocking out with one of these mullets or one of these like really thin mustaches please please speak up and put it an to this because I can't, I can't i can't do it anymore out in public with these people and i don't know it concerns me it concerns me
1: amen see that's Thank the you. state of the union address right there people in russia everywhere <laughs> it's <laughs> I get really bummed. I get really upset when I see people doing that to their kids. You know?
0: Yes. Yes. You see a lot
1: of mullets with, like, little boys and stuff, and I'm like, yes, guys, guys, I know you may think this is, like, funny or something, but it's not. Don't do that to your children. Please don't. It's not funny. It's not good. And, like, don't give your kids a hairstyle that you wouldn't give yourself. Don't do that. And also, just... Any adult out there with them, just it's never been a hairstyle that we didn't make fun of. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it was never cool. You know what I mean? There was times where like there are hairstyles that like we don't think are cool now, but we thought they were sure. cool then. You know? Yeah. So I get yeah. some things coming back just kind of the way that clothes have come back. And so, you know, clothes come back and stuff. But it's usually the clothes that we liked back then. Right. Are the clothes, the kids are like, oh, that <laughs> looks cool. When I looked at my mom's high school graduation photo or something like that. So I get it. But mullet, never something that anyone thought was cool or a good look.
0: Let's no, let's just not. Let's put it, put it into that. Like I, I couldn't imagine in, I mean, cause this, that again, it's not all the younger generation. It's just primarily them. But like, can you imagine one of them, they're getting into the workforce <laughs> in six, seven, eight years. And somebody walks into a meeting with a mullet, like get the hell out of here. No, I can't take you seriously. If that's what you're doing, if you committed yourself to that look, I don't want to hear what anything comes out of your mouth. So get out of here. So please, let's men and women of the world. I'm calling out to the world now. Put an end to this. Speak up and say, hey, you, that's ugly. Cut that off.
1: There are some things that are acceptable just to say it's ugly. I feel like, and I feel like we need to do that more often. We just need to be like bell bottoms,
0: ugly. Just quit yes. it. Yes. Just stop. There needs to be a panel. We. I feel like we've talked about this before. Where there needs to be a panel before a group decides that something is back in style and everybody jumps on board. There needs to be an educated panel that says, "No, no, we're not doing this. This is not. This is not becoming popular." This was bad then, it's bad now, don't do it. And people just, because other people start to do it, and they just, it becomes trend, and nobody thinks. Use your brain, people. Cargo Use shorts. a mirror. Oh. Cargo
1: shorts. You ever see, you see a dude out there with cargo shorts or cargo pants, you tell him that's ugly. I don't call care. It out. Yeah, call it out. I don't care if you're on your first date, you know, met the guy on Hinge or Tinder or Bumble or whatever it is, you go see him. He's got cargo pants on. Might be a great guy, but you look at him and you say, "This date doesn't have to end right now, but those pants do."
0: <laughs> like we're trying to change things for the better here, people. Yep. honestly, we're just looking out. Please, okay. please help, help, help out, help each other. People helping people. That's right. If you That's see,
1: if you see something, say something. There it is.
0: <laughs> There's another great shirt. With that, and then just, you know, cargo pants.
1: <laughs> just the big, like, the big, like, no with the, the cross yeah. going through the cargo pants. If you see something, say something. We'll work on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Um. So, this Labor Day weekend, I went to see the queen, Beyonce. Uh, and let me talk about a spectacle just there's one point where she's riding a this humongous chrome horse there's a point where she's right she's dancing on a tank she is flying through the sky <laughs> she's uh, there's a point where she's sleeping like during cozy from renaissance album there's a point where like this is dance sequence and then this like bed comes out and she's just like standing up but like dancing in this bed dude it's a spectacle it's incredible like it was (laughs) so awesome and I i loved every second of it and when we talked about love on top last week and how like everyone's singing well she literally sings the song and then just cuts the music whole crowd seventy thousand or whatever odd people and sofi stadium singing love on top for like three minutes and all she's doing is tapping uh. the microphone to keep everyone on beat that's all she's doing she's literally just going boom, boom like just keeping everybody on beat and i was like this is this is top 10 concert experience that i've ever just like moment that i've ever experienced like it was just it was awesome and um but one thing I do want to, one thing I want to mention here, and then I'm going to get this off my chest too. Also DJ Khaled opened randomly, just like, I guess oh. he tweeted it out like the day of the show and was like, Hey, I'm opening up for Beyonce tonight. Brought out Wiz Khalifa, Lil Wayne, uh, Roddy Rich. Like it was, yeah, offset, like it was wild. Like it was just, and that's just, yeah, there's house lights on just a little DJ booth. It was, yeah, she has not have open her all tour. Just, you know, yeah, just super <laughs> random. But one thing I want to get off my chest is um, there have been two people having these huge tours this year and Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Okay, and I need people to stop constantly comparing the two. And the reason I need people to stop doing it is because we don't do this to any other people. We don't do this to the dudes. There's all like last summer. Bad Bunny in the weekend, we're on tour selling out the same stadiums that Taylor Swift and Beyonce are right now. Like Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen are selling them out in country music. No one's like Luke Combs versus Morgan Wallen. Whose tour is better? Who's selling more tickets? Who's selling more? Who's doing this? It's just stupid. It's like we don't do this with dudes. Why are we doing this? These two women are out here doing these amazing things. And they're going to have like two of the highest grossing tours ever. Why are we making this a battle between them two? It's so stupid. They're both doing awesome things. And we don't do this with any other. We don't do this with dudes who are mostly people who are like, we're not like, oh, Metallica versus Elton John. We're not doing that. Like, <laughs> like, we're just not doing it. Like, there's never been a Paul McCartney versus Stevie Wonder stadium conversation. We're not doing it. Like, it's just, it's. I don't know. It's just messed up. And like when you're at the show and you're watching this awesome show and I know people who went to the era tour and they're like, it's the best show they've ever seen. And it's like, why can't we just be like, celebrate them? Be like, this is an awesome thing. Why is it always got to be like women versus women? And I just think that's like so messed up. And it almost like clouds what these people are doing. It's like Taylor's show is going to be in theaters. Like I think Beyonce's is going to be on Amazon at some point in the, by Christmas or something. It's like, we're all going to get to see these great shows. All these things are awesome. Like, why do they have to turn into these battles and fights on the Internet when no one is fighting over these dudes who are all doing the same thing? We're doing like they were doing the same thing. It's just messed up. I don't know. I don't like it. and It annoys me. But anyways, Beyonce,
0: Renaissance tour. Incredible. Good God. Live music, man. It's great. It's great. That sounds amazing. And a great point by you. And something else, ironically, that kind of in the same vein came to my mind this week. Is we talked about it when Taylor Swift was you know on tour and when she came to Pittsburgh, and then people there's just people that complain, right? When these huge stars, particularly these women, come to town, there's just people that complain, and I don't get it. This and that. Um, Beyonce was supposed to come here, unfortunately, she that show got canceled, so I'm sure it would have been the same thing yet. Another person that you mentioned, Morgan Wallen, was in town this past week. And he yeah. I'm sure you saw it. The video <laughs> of two, not two, three, four, maybe, uh, young women fighting amongst and in <laughs> porta potties at the Morgan Wallen show. It was quite a disgusting display, to be honest with you, in more than one way. I'll say this that doesn't happen. At a Taylor Swift show or a Beyonce show. It doesn't. That happens at dudes, Kenny Chesney, Morgan Wall. That's where that happens. So quit your mouth. Shut shut your mouth. Quit your complaining about these shows because you disgusting people are the ones fighting each other over literally in shit in line, getting so drunk at these other shows when these phenomenal women, Taylor Swift and Beyonce, are putting on the best shows ever, and all you do is complain about it, and then you compare the two of them, but not anybody else to your point, Dee Dee.
1: dude. Dude, uh, the romper stomper is what they're calling <laughs> um, one of the girls at that. Um, that video was wild, and the fact that there's like three angles of it, Yeah.
0: so I'm just like... <laughs> Like how many people were back there just watching, you not were stopping it,
1: all just watching it? Because like, at first I saw the angle where they're already in the porta potty fighting, and I'm like, how does this even happen? Then I saw <laughs> that. Then you see the angle where somebody was there right at the beginning. It was like it was a freaking, mm-hmm. it was like it was HBO boxing or freaking UFC on ESPN plus. Like they like were they there knew. for the like the bell <laughs> ringing. Like I was like, how did you know that this was gonna start? Because it's like nothing is happening. The porta potty doors closed. There's two girls arguing. Why are you filming? Me? Like, did you know? Like, maybe they went to high school together. I don't know the backstory. Maybe there will be a documentary on it or something. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, something. Yeah, and it just made me think. God, man, when you just, I don't know how you stop tailgating because I know they can be like, uh, the you know the the oh, the official gates don't open at the tailgate lots like right next to the stadium, but every other lot's right. open. I don't know how they yeah. stop that, but it's just like you can tell everybody if you're fighting in a porta potty
0: You've been drinking too long. You've yeah, and I thought th- the show started at 530. And so I don't know if that was a way to detract people from tailgating, because if the show's starting earlier... Maybe you gotta to get to, just get down there and get to the show. No, what that does is that makes more people take the entire day off of work so that they can tailgate in in enough time before your show starts early. It doesn't help anything either.
1: but also Dan, we go to shows all the time and for these country shows and these big yeah like for these country shows especially like when they say the show starts at 5 30, yeah that just means somebody's on stage. Like somebody's yeah. brother or sister who sang a song, who's written songs in Nashville, is on stage right now. But you're not going in. You're mm-hmm. not going in until dark. Because that's when Morgan Wallen's going to go on stage. So that just gives more people time to tailgate. So that means if the concert starts at 530, that means the parking lots open at, I don't know, 230? Earlier, yeah. So you've been drinking from 230 until, and it was daylight when this fight happened. So they'd already been yeah. drinking too long. Like, yep. And now you're at freaking here at PNC Park smelling like fucking Porta john doo-doo. <laughs> I just Like did they go I just, and I just wondered did you go home or did you did you like wash yourself off and go back clean, to the Clean
0: shop? up and stick around. Yeah. That's the that's a great question. We need follow-up investigative work on that. Not a not not a proud moment for for our city. Um, But we've come to expect that when those artists come to town.
1: Yeah. Post-Gazette. Unfortunately, it's kind of standard. Trib, city paper, get get on this story. There's more questions (laughs) that need to be. Come on. (laughs) We need more questions. Find these people. I'm sure they're willing to talk. I'm sure they are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shouts to the romper (laughs) stomper. Good Lord. (laughs) I'm happy you brought that up because I forgot about that. All right. Let's get into some some drinks. Well, uh, Dan, I want to throw it back to a drink that I had uh this past summer when I was okay. at Disney and I tried to make it this week, didn't go well. Um oh. tried to make it. So when I went to Chef Art Smith's uh Southern Cooking, I forget what the hell the place is called. Uh yeah, home cooking, that's what it's called. Uh, I had watermelon moonshine. Okay. At a watermelon moonshine mash, and it seemed very simple. Get watermelon moonshine, mash some things up, tastes good. No, it didn't. I don't know why it didn't taste the same, but I'm a little Ooh. bummed about it. But it also made me think, damn it, man, people know how to make drinks. And I maybe I just don't. Um, but, anyways, it's watermelon moon, it's watermelon moonshine, fresh watermelon, uh, limes, and then simple syrup. All things I have. Very simple to make. I guess the watermelon moonshine that I had was gross, and I don't know, but it didn't taste the same. I'm a little bummed about it, but anyways, (laughs) that drink was awesome that I had this summer, and I wanted to make it again, and it didn't work out for me, but I do want to shout out that drink, Um, and yeah, so sometimes you just realize you're not a bartender, and I'm not, (laughs) and it sucked, but anyways, watermelon (laughs) moonshine mash. Try to make it. Maybe yours will be better than mine.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds good. And like you said, yeah, it sounds it simple. Yes. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I'll hear this from uh my wife every once in a while where we'll have this like phenomenal craft cocktail out of the cocktail bar. And she'll just go like, oh, why can't I make something like this? I'm like, because you're not behind the bar, like doing this every day. You're not supposed to. Or we go out to a fancy restaurant She's like, why can't I make food like this? I'm like, because you're not a chef. You're not supposed to. That would like lower the value of these people in these recipes. Like this isn't <laughs> something you're supposed to just easily replicate at home. It takes time. It takes training. It's not supposed to be that easy. But that one sounds a little easy. So I don't know. Maybe the one you said the moonshine was bad. That could be the case. That could be the case.
1: You know, justice for Shannon, because I understand exactly (laughs) how she feels, because every time I go to make steaks, every time I every time I go to make steaks, anytime I like see I were at a bar and I'm just like, wait, that's all that's in here. And I'm like, I can I can do that or I can come close. And I'm like, why can't I come close? Like, why (laughs) can't I do that? Like, I watched a nine minute video of Bobby Flay making steaks at his house. And I thought for sure, I was like, none of this is hard. None of this looks hard. Like, I'll use more salt. I'll do this. How does he use Mm -hmm. all that fucking salt? How does he use all that salt? (laughs) And his doesn't taste salty, but mine somehow tastes salty. It tastes like I use too much salt. I don't understand. (laughs) I watched a nine-minute video of him making a steak, and I was like, I can do this. Couldn't do it. I understand what Shannon's saying. It makes
0: no sense. Like, screw you, Dan. I know what I, I know what she's talking about. <laughs> Justice for Shannon. I get it. Are you letting your are you letting your steak sit after you put the salt on it? Yes. You're letting it sit for a while? Yes, I let it sit. Okay. Cause I was gonna say that could be the mistake because you're throwing it right on the grill, but the salt is supposed to dry it out and keep the moisture inside, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the point. So brings out the flavor. I, no, I can't help I got, you there. I, yeah, it brings just... out the flavor. Interesting. Okay. Justice for Shannon. I get it. I get it. Uh well, for me this week, I've been drinking this uh this weekend, and we'll continue to today to celebrate the slash start of fall. Um, uh, but not right now. It's a little early, but trust me, I'll get to it. Uh Didi, this might be familiar to you. Um this is a this is a beer that you can't get anywhere, really, except Cape Cod. Ooh. This is Cape Cod. Okay. Devil's purse. Brewing company. All right. From Cape Cod. Okay. My mom took a visit there, brought some home. She brought some Nantucket beers, some Cape Cod beers. And this is the uh, Pollock Rip IPA from Devil's Purse, uh, located in South Dennis. Um, And had this tailgating over the weekend. I just feel like the can's black and gold. That's kind of badass. I didn't realize that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Devil's Purse. This is the Pollock Rip IPA. Really good. Really well-balanced IPA um, because it's it's got a moderate amount of hops, but it's not too bitter. Sometimes an IPA too bitter for me, a little, little too much. Dry, then I'm like, I need water. That's not the point of the beer. This has a little maltiness to it. balances out just that touch of sweetness. Uh, and I, I really, really like this. I'm glad I ended up, my mom ended up bringing home uh, a couple of these for me so I can enjoy more than one that I'll continue to do this weekend. But the Pollock Rip IPA. Devil's Purse. Shout out to Cape Cod, D. Dude, shout out to Cape
1: Cod. I'm like looking how far this is away from Siobhan's aunt's house right now. <laughs> yeah, you need to. You need I'm to. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Okay. I'm curious
0: about this brewery, the, if there's got a, a, the tap room. Um, yeah, established 2013, so they've been around a while. Celebrating 10 years this year. Um, okay. So, yeah, check that out. Keep me updated, but nice. Devil's Purse. I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. I love that alright well that's what we're drinking that's what we're sipping on what's Chris
1: sipping on breast milk ooh, ooh.
0: he you know I <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, and that's a rush breakdown we're out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see him at a tailgate over the weekend. You can okay. find time to tailgate, but you can't find time for the brunch break. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, He was drinking good old Son of Juice. Oh, Son of Juice. His beer of the year, that one that we discovered in Chicago Uh, almost exactly 12 months ago. It was August of last year. We discovered Son of Juice in Chicago. So he had some Son of Juice. And he told me he's got some beer for me. And he might throw in an, a, a couple Son of Juices. So very excited for that if and when we see Chris again
1: nice (laughs) (laughs) well that is bruise day ladies and gentlemen let's get into the main menu okay so Daniel I don't know if you heard this um, Deion Sanders in the Colorado Buffaloes uh, (laughs) won uh, equaled their win total from last year with a upset victory over (laughs) number 17 TCU Um, uh, and it is the story because if you don't know Dion came into Colorado and literally told everyone to get out and brought in a whole new squad. Like, I think they said it was, like, 40, I think it was 53 transfers came in, like, but almost 86 new players, like, just an insane amount, and they came through and who knows if they're the I have no idea where this is going to go from here but I, I honestly feel like Dion should retire I don't think it's going to get any better than this like they could lose on Saturday we have no idea how good this team is we've no good You have no idea how good TCU is but like I just think he should retire this week because there's never gonna there's there's not gonna be any more praise unless they win the national championship than he's gonna get this
0: week what do you think Colorado Dion? how you feel that's like That's an interesting point. He retires now. And then yeah, like Mm -hmm. wait for the like the offers to come in that he was expecting this offseason that Mm -hmm. he wasn't getting from the likes of his almost moderate Florida State and so on. Um, because he's literally on top of the world right now of what he did with that uh massive, massive upset. Um, yeah, I you you kind of referenced this. I don't know if this says more about Colorado or TCU. Um (laughs) <laughs> because yeah, TCU in the national championship game last year where they got blown out. And then they lose their star quarterback and a number of other players, uh, not exactly known to be a uh, defensive juggernaut uh, because of a, the conference they're in. And just because of how they played football, they just put up points last year uh, when they needed to. So defensively not real strong. and And it'll be interesting at the end of the year, where TCU in Colorado end up, um, because but you're like you said I, this is on top of the world for Dion in Colorado, matching their win total from last year and a huge, huge upset. Um, it's hard, hard for me to root for the man. It's hard for me to root for the man um, specifically, and this is a selfish treason And no listeners will care. I, I don't need your sympathy, but I got to tell you why. Um, because my Kent State Golden Flashes have historically struggled. At football, long, long time, struggled at football. And we had finally hired a head coach who had brought us our first couple of consecutive winning seasons and our first bowl victory in like 40 some years. It just doesn't happen at Kent State. And everybody was excited. This guy brought a unique offense, a fast, high powered offense. And it was exciting to get behind Kent State football for once and to see them win a bowl game was amazing. And Dion had to take him, take him away from us, and hired him as his offensive coordinator. The offense that put up a ridiculous amount of yardage and points over the weekend, this same offense. So, and Kent State played the University of Central Florida and got absolutely blown out. Kent State has zero returning starters on offense zero out of 11, not one coach Lewis took them with him to Colorado. You mentioned 53 transfer players, a lot of Kent state players in that followed their head coach. Who's now the offensive coordinator at Colorado. So it is very difficult for me to get behind. I think it's fascinating, but I can't, I can't, it, it, It hurts my soul of what happened to my alma mater in this process to see Dion succeed. And now we just back to square one with the golden flashes.
1: Oh, boy. I didn't know this. hit personal. I didn't know this hit deep. Um, Yeah. You know, it is. (laughs) College football deserves everything it's getting right now. Because (laughs) did you see that, what is it, I think Texas State or one of the state schools that shouldn't be winning football games um, that you've never heard of, Texas State, they had the second amount of transfers, it was like 45 transfers, and they beat a powerhouse division one team this weekend too. Really? I didn't see that one. Yeah, it was like some new coach, Texas State and they yeah and they won their game and it was like oh yeah they beat Baylor 42 31
0: and yeah Ooh, and i'm like i did texas football yeah
1: and i was like texas state uh beat baylor 42 31 they had 46 transfers 46 transfers and i'm now just you, how you were talking about kent state and actually have a personal reason for this yeah like I just think about this and I'm like, I don't know how West Virginia gets good again. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I I don't know. I'm literally just thinking about it. Just like, like, I I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe if, dude, I don't know if Randy Moss becomes the coach of West Virginia and then just like <laughs> yeah, breaks right. people in. I, I don't know how you're going to get that many transfers to come and save this dumpster fire of a program I have no idea I don't know how anyone doesn't think that way after seeing this they're just like okay how can your program that like used to be good but you made a terrible coaching hire and he's just sucked all the life and fun out of the program how do you get that without (laughs) without Dion or without somebody who is probably not going to come to Morgantown West Virginia
0: Right, right, because yeah, now that you can transfer easily with no penalty, yeah, you know that's the biggest thing with no penalty. Um, it's it's just chaos out there, <laughs> and they're gonna follow a guy like like Dion, um, who can hire the best co- coaches and bring in the best players. Uh, so, how does your school, other schools, keep up? With that. I have no idea. It is. College get football is getting exactly what it deserves right now. And it's complete chaos. And I have no idea where it goes, how it happened, how it ends, what gets changed. You feel like there's there's a lot of change coming with college football. It feels like they have to put an end to this transfer thing. It feels wow. like only they have to they can make a stipulation where if your coach leaves, you can leave and be eligible immediately. But if you're like, ah, oh, I don't get my playing time here, I'm going over here. Like I don't know. I don't know. We'll see because we're going to have two conferences playing each other. That's good. It's going to be down to two (laughs) conferences one day anyway. So it may not matter.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with the transfer portal. I don't. I don't. It's just when you see it work, it does just make you, it makes you think like, who's going to come to your school in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at now just like because boulder is right outside of denver like it's not it's right there like it's right there like so you got major city right there like i i don't know i i get very i'm very nervous about the trade because it just feels like there's gonna be a lot of people going to colorado after that game it doesn't matter what colorado does the rest yeah of the, like i'm like that energy because these first few games, you look at Colorado schedule. Okay. They have Nebraska next week who they should beat, right.
0: Like, unless yeah, they just, they just lost. They were yeah. supposed to win their opener in Minnesota beat them.
1: Yeah. Unless everybody on Colorado's team is just like drunk. Cause they've just, they've been partying yeah. hard this week, which is very <laughs> possible. Cause like, let's Probably be honest. Possible. I was, I was in college for West Virginia, losing to Pitt 14, whatever, 13, nine. So that's what that was, that was all it. about. Um, so maybe they'll go in and lose. But if they don't, they have Nebraska, Colorado State, both teams that lost week one. You know how hard it is to lose week one in college football? <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Unless you actually play somebody, which like three teams did last weekend. Everyone else right. played Wofford. And, <laughs> and then they have Oregon and USC. And I'm like, if hmm. they they should be 3-0, and they'll be ranked then. Going in to play Oregon. And then they have USC. And I'm like, if they beat Oregon and start out 4-0, it won't matter what they do the rest of the season. Three mm-hmm. recruits going there.
0: Yeah, they'll have made up their minds where yeah, they're going, what they're doing like at the end of the They're
1: going there regardless. They're like, oh, no, it doesn't matter how they end. We're going to make this a freaking – we're going to make this a national championship team. Like, yeah, this Colorado thing is – it's not stopping it's going to start and it's, and I'm telling you, there's going to be more people camped outside of there. There's going to be people like, I don't know what the transfer with the ins and outs of the transfer thing is actually looks like, but like after this, and if this works at Colorado, you're going to see, they're going to be hiring coaches just to sit on campuses saying, Hey, uh, I know you're a four-star recruit seeing our playing that much. So, uh, you know, just, just a thought. Why don't you just come over here to my school? Like, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Like, there's going to be mm-hmm. coaches, like, on Pitt's campus, living in a dorm somehow. Like, <laughs> just going up to players who are frustrated. Just like, hmm, saw you're a little bummed at practice. Might want to come <laughs> over here. Like, I'm telling you, if this right. works, it's going to be... The turnover's already crazy, but it's going to get mm-hmm. more. Like, this Colorado and, like I said, Texas State situation where half your roster gets rolled over... That's not going to be like, that's not going to be a anomaly. It's going to be like a regular thing. It's, yeah. It's going to be a regular I thing. It that. Seriously, I it's, it's going to be that. a regular thing at schools that aren't, because Alabama is not going to worry about this. Like, you know, like big schools like that aren't going to mm-hmm. have to worry about that. But like the rest of them, like, because it's like Ohio State won't have to worry about that. But like the rest of the schools, which is probably, I don't know, a <laughs> hundred of them are yeah. all going to have to do that or going to start doing it. You know, and me and you were fans of two of those schools. that are going to start doing it.
0: <laughs> we are. <laughs> so. We are. What the, we did then just have to pick apart those players that, you know, are, on, are uh, you know, on the outside looking in at Colorado, like good players at Colorado, but there's not enough room for everybody. So if you bring in <laughs> a better player, that good player has to play somewhere. So all of a sudden, hey, you got a you got a year left. Come on over. We could use it. That. That's what Pitt's been doing the past handful of years. Mm-hmm. there has been a new quarterback. Come on in you got a year left come on in that's fine we don't need to recruit our quarterback anymore we'll just wait until you're done playing where you are mm-hmm. and you're the backup because somebody's better there you can come play for us that's fine that that's second tier college football that's the future of second tier college football where we're all on the outside looking in from the top 30 that are playing each other
1: yeah um uh, the man this thing I like I will say when Dion left uh Jackson State, it wasn't, it didn't feel great, didn't look great. I still yeah. don't really like it because uh, you know, I love Dion. Dion is my favorite, probably my favorite athlete ever. And when that all thing was happening, I was just like, this it's so Dion, though. Like, for all the reasons I love Dion, all the reasons I hated Dion after he left Jackson State, because it was just like, this is mm-hmm. such a all about me thing, and it's just like, oh, this sucks. And But that didn't mean he wasn't going to be successful at Colorado. That didn't mean it wasn't. True. And But it didn't mean he wasn't going to bring the people and do all the things he did. But it still just is a cloud over top of it where it's like, what is the – what's going to happen at Colorado? Because if they have a really good season, I mean – who says the NFL head coaching jobs are going to start calling or what's the next job sure. in college football. That's going to be like, bring all 45 recruits over to Texas A&M. And
0: yeah.
1: we'll give you a hundred million dollars. And they can
0: all move that easily. And it can happen. Yeah. And there'll be no problem with the buyout on his contract at Colorado and he'll move on and up to the next one. As much as he talks, like you said, he talked up what he was doing at Jackson state and HBCUs. And all of a sudden it was like, Whoa. Yeah. You, you leaving yeah. already? Like, you said a lot of things, man. Like, you said a lot of things. And so that's the next question mark, right? How long will it take before he does the same thing to Colorado?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> God, it's so complicated, but it's also yep. so much fun.
0: Because the
1: yep. post game, the press conferences, dude, give me 12 of those. Give me all of those. Like, <laughs> Give me undefeated Colorado and all of those. Like, I loved every second of that. I did think it was kind of weird when he's like calling out reporters in the press conference. I'm like, dude, reporters aren't meant to be like fans. So, like,
0: he's <laughs> right. like, do you believe now? Do you believe now? You're on board. There's yeah. room.
1: And I'm like, Dion, chill out.
0: Chill out. Like, you went and played a ranked team on the road. You're, you're kind of supposed to lose. Yeah. Like, you're, like- <laughs> yeah. Like don't act like don't, it's like cool. it's don't like, act like what they were saying was so obscure and like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like and like, yeah, they're not the ones go. Oh, yeah, we're rooting for TCU today. No, get out of here. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe calm that down here. It's like, it's like cool. The out. reporters was a little bit.
1: Yeah. Give, little the, bit. give the reporters a break. It's like they're not meant to be fans of your, your school. That I'm like, just, right. just chill out <laughs> like for a second. But I mean, he just but it was it was it was, just, it was a lot of fun. It was different. And in a time where I felt like when we were growing up, college football coaches, and this probably has a lot to do with like money and branding and commercials, all stuff. were like, there were personalities, like even like Joe Paterno had a personality. Bobby Bowden had a personality like these, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like these coaches, they had personality, you know, back in the day. Now they don't. They're all like just, I don't know, just boring and just no one wants to hear them talk. It was cool True. to have a coach who actually wanted to hear talk after a game and um i hope if anything comes from this that's the main thing is that you get more coaches showing their personality because everybody's recruiting now there's no hiding underneath the transfer because before with transfers you you could literally be like well if you want to go cool see and you won't be playing but football for two years have fun now you gotta work you know what i mean now every time Mm -hmm. you gotta show something and show something and i think if anything comes out of that it's like we're gonna get more charismatic coaches i need that i want that
0: hmm.
1: like if we got to hear coaches talk all that's the time i want i I need more coaches showing their personality whatever that personality is everybody doesn't have to be dion i'm not saying everyone does a dion impression i'm just like show us something like show me something
0: that's all. yeah hmm that's a good thought that's a good thought that could definitely change things for the better i would enjoy yeah. that so Hmm. <laughs> wild ride here it's we go a wild
1: ride i can't wait and chris was worried he was like uh we're gonna be talking he's like oh man i really want to jump into this dion discussion i was like trust me we're gonna be doing dion updates every three games like- yeah there's
0: more to come yeah yeah no doubt about it
1: 100 <laughs> 100 all right uh jimmy buffett died the legend uh yeah what's interesting about jimmy buffett is that like i Can't even really tell you. Have you ever been to a Jimmy Buffett concert? Did you ever find your way to
0: one? I actually haven't. I never been to one. No.
1: Me neither. But I know Jimmy Buffett, and I know how big of an impact he's had. And a lot of it has to do with drinking, okay? And having fun, good times, having a great life, all that stuff. But guess what Jimmy Buffett didn't do? Even though he is the owner of Margaritaville. Resorts, condos. Restaurants. He didn't drink margaritas. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett did not drink margaritas. He drank straight tequila with lime. Didn't like sugar. Said margaritas were too sweet. I, I don't want to bash the man
0: while he's dead, but what? What? <laughs> I think he makes a, a he made a good point. He made a good point. I find that the majority of the time that I go out to a bar, restaurant, wherever, and I order a margarita, it's not good. It's not good. It's too sweet. Okay. But I think he realized that now, you would think of all places at Margaritaville, you could go, you could count on that. And correct me if I'm wrong, you and I and a couple other friends have shared a margarita tower at Margaritaville. Oh, yeah. In Las Vegas. 100% wonderful wonderful but it's hard for me to find a good margarita that's not too sweet everybody's using the mix and the mix is yeah. trash don't use the mix so in one aspect i i get it where he where he, what he was saying um but quite ironic that for the last you know part of his life he had uh moved on from margaritas it was a straight tequila guy Straight to kill the guy. <laughs> I, know,
1: I know. I just, I saw that and I was like, damn. Because as somebody who's been to Margaritaville in a few places, but now I'm like, I guess we shouldn't have been drinking margaritas at Margaritaville. It's weird to say.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's like, it's like hearing that, you know, he doesn't eat, he, he didn't eat cheeseburgers anymore, you know, cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah. He was just like, you know, I've moved on to the uh, black bean patty, and it's significantly better, and I leave the cheese off. <laughs> it's like, nobody wants that. <laughs> Dang. Well, anyways, yeah. R.I.P. It's, it's a little ironic, but R.I.P. Yeah, that was a surprise. It was a big surprise. He's a not surprise. 76. Yeah. 76. Like, yeah, not that old. Yeah. didn't really hear much going on. There was a little uh-uh. health scare earlier in the year, I think, and they're you know, wasn't much made of it. And then, uh, wow. Yeah, I know it uh, It affected a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people really get into the Jimmy Buffett, like lifestyle. Yes. Like really deep. And I, I don't think you, I realized that, that, I mean, it's, it's more than just, a, you know, favorite artists and a favorite couple oh, yeah. of songs to them that it's, you know, they have, you know, weddings based off of jimmy buffett themed and rooms in their house and it's it's crazy it's crazy how how deep people were with i mean but like did he put out new music when was the last time he put out new music i don't know i don't know
1: he- if i'd ever heard jimmy buffett not in a jimmy buffett atmosphere
0: <laughs> right <laughs> it was only tropical states it's like yeah. the only way you can hear and like the, you know it's the only place you'd hear jimmy buffett besides a yeah. concert it's
1: is there any so artists, i don't know is there any artist today that is like he was a lifestyle like people would go to the concerts i remember like being in like starlight traffic and like Everyone would have flamingos all over their car, their yeah. car's crazy decorated, all this stuff. And you're just like, what is happening? You know? And, and then you're like, oh yeah, it's a Jimmy Buffett concert. And it's like, is there any other artist today that like has a lifestyle that people want that you're like, I want to go to the blank resort? I wanna go, I wanna retire in the Margaritaville condos. Like, I don't <laughs> like
0: that's a good question
1: is there any artist that like could make that shift or someone like that with lifestyle that like you're like i want to live that lifestyle because that's that's a fascinating thing to me is that like he just branded a lifestyle this isn't off music Mm -hmm. you didn't see jimmy buffett performing on the vmas or the american (laughs) music awards or the grammys no 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 like And that dude toured from May till September, like every year Mm -hmm. of my life, it felt like. So I, yeah, I'm like, is there anybody, I don't know if somebody could do that. It's, I don't know, but somebody should, is my point. Like there's a, there's a lane open for you to do that (laughs) for the millennial Gen Z generation. Who is going to be the one that does it?
0: Yeah, because every artist, you know, artists nowadays have their, like, little thing or their quirk or whatever it is, or maybe their fans, you know, Taylor, Fist, Taylor Swift fans have the friendship bracelets. And, you know, that, but, like, we're talking full-on lifestyle, Yeah, like you said, describing what it's like from your what your car looks like to the atmosphere <laughs> there that people just want to go to experience the atmosphere and the lifestyle. And, like, the music's kind of almost secondary, but everybody it knows is. it everybody you know and sings along with it. You're right, laying it open. Nothing's none's coming to mind that have yeah. been able to replicate my career quite like that.
1: Yeah. I don't because there's just such like a stan army, fan army thing where it's like like, you know, Taylor Swift's fine, but I'm not I'm not trying to go to a Taylor Swift resort with a bunch of those weirdos. Right. Like, I'm not trying right. to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like you know i'm not trying to like listen i love beyonce i'm not trying to go to beyonce resort with the beehive no i'm not trying to live in the beehive no i'm good i'm good um twitter's enough for me i'm all right right um right yeah i yeah i don't know what might have to come back to that because i i mm-hmm. need to know who or maybe it's somebody we're just completely overlooking like who's
0: there who's could be the lifestyle. Think more maybe maybe we can figure out who's who who that should be yeah who can adapt and adjust and maybe that there's an opportunity for them there. So we're going to have to give that a little bit more, uh, more thought and circle back. I think because there's got to be somebody out there.
1: Yeah. Ska is dead. The resort, (laughs) the lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's it. There we go. All right. uh, Before we get into music, there's one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, The U S open is happening right now. And if you don't know the U S open in tennis events are literally the most, if you want to feel broke, regardless how much money you have, <laughs> go to the U.S. Open. Um, because I hosted an event at the U.S. Open a few years ago. And I'll never forget walking up and the guy who was running the event was like, oh, Mr. Dudley, do you want custom polo? And I was like, y- yeah. And they're like, OK, sweet. And then just hand me this bag of polo stuff. Right. And I was like, this is weird. And then I take another step and I look over and like, you know, when you're at like events like that, little like festival things outside of things, they have like, you know, people trying to sell you, like, try, not sell you, but like trying to tell you about a Honda or trying to tell you about a Ford and they have their little yeah. car set up, get their brand ambassadors. Mercedes-Benz Maybach is there doing the same thing that they do with the Silverado outside of Steelers games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what on God's name is happening right now? And it's just like that for everything. It's like Rolex booths. It's all these things that you would get like. I'm like, who affords this stuff? Why am I here? This is insane. But, anyways, just to give you an idea, the US Open sells this cocktail called the Honey Deuce cocktail, and they sell Almost $9 million of this. They sold almost $9 million of this last year. And this year, they're supposed to sell up to $10 million. It's $22, the drink is. And it's it's a shot of Grey Goose, lemonade, raspberry liqueur, and three Honeydew melon balls for the garnish. Mind them all, stir it up. You got the Honeydews. $22 a pop. At the U.S. Open for these next two weeks. And um, what do you think about the honeydews, Dan?
0: Does it sound delicious? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. $22 for an ounce and a half of Grey Goose. That's what you're paying for. That's the alcohol. Yep. Lemonade, raspberry liqueur, a honeydew melon balls. You're paying for labor. For the, the melon balls. That's it. I mean, it looks like a decent-sized glass, but holy shit. I was at a concert over the weekend, and I was flabbergasted at the prices at, of cocktails. And the lines were so long. They ranged from 19 to $22. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that people were paying for that. But what you're describing as the crowd for this event was probably no problem to them whatsoever right they're a, a price this high is is no issue but I mean do I want this yes I want to enjoy it it looks like there's three tennis balls floating in it um sounds perfect for a hot uh a hot day in New York but no wonder they're making so much money on this making more money on the cocktail than yeah. anything else uh, dude First thing I thought about this was like I would be
1: sucking these down so fast that I would just get <laughs> so smashed. Like, <laughs> true. Think true. about how refreshing that t- that sounds. And like, if it's like hot in New York, I don't know what the weather is like in New York City. But at this time, usually it's hot as shit. And could yeah. you? I, I would just be destroying those, like destroying mm-hmm. those. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Because if yeah, anybody that drinks. I know some people are against, like, don't like vodka, but I don't have a problem with it. And when you're mixing it with lemonade or raspberry liqueur, I will certainly have no problem sipping it down quickly. And that's what will make this thing extra dangerous, is it will just go down way too smooth. Like you said, kind of a hot day. It's, it's going to taste like raspberry lemonade. That's what you're drinking. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Yeah, and all of a sudden, $66 later, you're like, oh, my god. <laughs> oh man yeah we are toasted right now (laughs) oh
1: yeah i think i'd also just back to your concert point uh before we get into music uh yeah i think our drinks were like 22 bucks this weekend yeah
0: yeah absurd yeah absurd i'm like i'm absolutely having a beer because i'm gonna pay half the price (laughs) (laughs) jesus well anyways
1: the honey deuce shouts the u.s open
0: have you, have you tried replicating this one yet? I have not, but it seems, like it's not, pretty, but it seems easy. pretty
1: simple. <laughs> the honeydew ball is the hardest part. I guess that's the hardest part. Try to make yeah. the little tennis balls.
0: Sure. Yeah, that would be it. But you could I'm do gonna, it without that, right? I'm, I'm going to do
1: it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it today. Forget it. I'm going do it there today. You go. Perfect. That's what I'm doing. There you go. <laughs> that's right. Do it today, Dan. All right, let's get the music before we get out of here. Dan, what are you listening to, man?
0: Uh, Start off with Gail. Everybody remembers A, B, C, Mm. D, E, F, U, right? Everybody remembers that. But she's had a couple singles released this year. She's released her third one this past week called uh, Leave Me for Dead. And she's been speaking of tours and things like that. She's been on some major tours in support. Uh, this summer major major tours supporting uh, but she's still releasing music which is great and um, this song is really catchy it utilizes some of my favorite things which are great group vocals and almost like march like vocals um yeah it definitely a different vibe than ABCDEFU. but uh leave me for dead from Gale. enjoy that one okay good i've kind of
1: hopped off the Gale train hopefully i can get back on um, yeah because that song i like... played a
0: lot this is a different vibe so okay. maybe it'll let you kind of forget about it a little bit
1: because i liked abcd if you i liked the ep she put out and then she yep. put out some songs that were very gimmicky that i didn't like that much um and i was like That's fair these are kind of annoying i was like i don't really like this and so hopefully we get back on track um keep our fingers crossed yes keeping keep my fingers crossed on that um this is gonna th- throw it in there at as talk about brunchies. Uh, person of the year might be Dion. We'll, we'll see on that. Ooh, but also strong talk about brunchies here. Maybe best new artist Renee Rap. I don't know if you've heard of Renee Rap, but she put out, in my opinion, the best debut album I've heard in a very long time. A very long Whoa. time. It is called Whoa. Snow Angel. And if you are a person who likes pop music. You are going to love this. Um, I'm going to put Poison Poison on the playlist, and I might put another song on there too. Maybe Pretty Girls, not sure. But this is the best debut album from a pop singer I in a while. Like, I, I can't say it enough. This album is great, and it's a full, and it's an album. It is like, they fully put this mm-hmm. together, and it is like, it's awesome. And her voice is incredible. Incredible, 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 and goes in a bunch of different directions, and I just love it. So, yeah, Renee rap Snow Angel, the album, check it out. Poison, 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 putting it on the playlist. All right. Oh yeah, Wrenchy. get ready. We're getting ready for Brunchies, baby. Already,
0: will be here before we know it. Believe it or oh, not, yeah. um, we not know how much I love the band Churches, right? And oh, yeah. Didi, you and I were there, uh, ten years ago when Churches was first formed. Uh, the bones of what you believe, their debut album came out 10 years ago this year. Whoa, yeah, yeah, and how quickly they you know became popular. And uh, yeah, we were there on their first ever tour, and they're celebrating the 10 year anniversary of that album uh this year. And in doing so, they're releasing some unreleased tracks and live performances that have never been heard before. Uh, and they released one of those unreleased tracks called Manhattan, and it was like the like the fourth song the band had ever started to write, and it was really even fully. They they really didn't, you know, they started writing it before uh, Lauren maybe was really like Mayberry was really entrenched in in the band as the lead singer, and so it mostly features Martin. And if you're an old school listener to churches, you know that every one or two songs on older albums had uh martin singing lead vocals on it Mm -hmm. It doesn't really happen anymore uh but this one was and they really started to write this song uh, martin and ian before lauren came in and they played it for her she's kind of a a support vocal on this track the harmonies go really well together um and so this is like a step back in time church is a song we had never heard before which it's got that you can tell, you can tell it's an older church's song. It doesn't go as quite as poppy as ones uh, they do what they release now. But I, I love it. That's called Manhattan, and I know we got more, more unreleased tracks coming our way.
1: Wow, ten years! I know, yeah. I know. It, it's wild to think about. I moved to LA nine years ago this weekend. Um, it's Phew, weird geez. because I was thinking about that and I was like, wait, ten years ago? Like we went to that show with Erica too. Yep. shout to Erica too. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, man, because I was like, I was fully living at home at that time. But like, damn, 10 years. Jesus.
0: I know. It's wild. What a time. It's actually wild.
1: All right. Uh, Miley Cyrus used to be young. Mm. This is a great song. It also made me sad because my this is such an, I feel like, adult song for somebody who's 30 years old. Not saying that you're not adult when you're 30. It's just like, man, Miley Cyrus has lived a life. If you were writing a song at 30 years old, talking about how people are saying to you, oh, man, you used to be wild. You used to be, wild. she's like, no, nah, I used to be young. And I'm like, God damn, you've lived a life, Miley. Cause mm-hmm. I could write, I could write a song. Cause I like this song now that I'm almost 40 years old, but not somebody who just <laughs> turned 30. Like, right. <laughs> just man, like, it's like, why you forget, like you listen to the song, you think about how long Miley Cyrus has been famous and how many waves of Miley Cyrus we've seen. And, and you're just like, damn, I guess you would be thinking like that. Like, I'm 30. I'm, I've am I've lived all the life I need. Leave me alone. I don't ever want to see anything again. <laughs> um, but yeah, used to be young. It's just a, it's a really, really good song. Um, and uh, interested to see what she does. I didn't really like the last album. I love Flowers. I didn't really like the rest of the album. And I guess she's rushing in this as she's putting this album out another album out soon so used to be young very good song
0: yeah i was surprised when i heard the vibe yeah of the song um especially because how she was how it was being promoted mm-hmm. you know it like had the it, we saw those those posters being posted up it was like uh party in the usa uh wrecking ball and then used to be young or something like that or a yeah. like her biggest songs and not to say that anything against the song, but I just, I wasn't expecting it to be slow and kind of like a, kind of a downer. Yeah. It's you're expecting the jam. Huh? It's like the jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a surprise. Um, but still, yeah. Great song. Yeah. Um, last for me this week is from my girl, Sigrid. Hey, Love me some Sigrid. Love me some Sigrid. Um, and she put out a song called The Hype. And, you know, it's just about living up to expectations and like every facet of life their work relationships whatever but it's still like upbeat catchy um and i think this song would be amazing live and sigrid girl come on i need you back in the united states can't <laughs> be traveling over to norway to just to see uh you know what i mean like we saw coachella and you know I, i've got to see her live again because i think the hype would be a great one live that is awesome
1: all right, uh, I am going to put on the playlist, of course, Beyonce. Um, gonna put this. This is on the this is actually on the homecoming the live album. There's one song on there that's not from the live show, but she plays this live before I let go, which is Frankie Beverly and Mays cover cover. And putting this on the playlist before I let go, Beyonce just had everybody in the crowd singing, dancing. Everybody was happy. There's videos of like a random group of people, like Jay-Z, Chris Jenner. And like Tyler Perry doing the electric slide in the audience during the song, it's <laughs> it just it's it's a, it's a just wild collection of people in the uh, in the floor doing the electric slide to it. And um, but yeah, before I let go, Beyonce Renaissance tour is almost done. Uh, yeah, I just man, shout out to live music being back. I just yeah, it just feels right. And I know it's been you know, but if it's like fully back like this year in twenty twenty three, and it just feels right just makes me happy we're fully back feels good feels yeah. good to be back just at those feels... shows on a regular basis yeah yes yes just to have like all these shows just happening all at the same time mm-hmm. and i have like a full slate in the fall that i'm like very excited to to get in get into same yeah <laughs> all right well that's what we're listening to listen to the playlist every week on spotify um i didn't skip you did i you did three. I did three, right?
0: No, yeah, I got three. Yeah. It's you're always
1: good. weird to do this when Chris isn't here, because I feel like I can go one, right. two, three, one, two, three, <laughs> but then it's like us, 2 I'm like, I don't know. Um, Anyways, listen to the playlist on Spotify. Sounds of Brunch. Tell Alexa, tell Siri, tell whoever you're yelling into the speaker. Tell them to play the Sounds of Brunch playlist on Spotify. Dan, any final thoughts on the Brunch Breakdown today?
0: Well, we've officially kicked off fall, Didi. We've announced it being the start of fall. So that also means it's pumpkin spice season. So happy pumpkin spice season to everybody. (laughs) Everything's out there. I love it. I love it. Pumpkin beers to follow on many, many brews days ahead. Very, very excited. Oh my God.
1: Yes. And for me, it's apple crisp macchiato season at Starbucks. Oh, there you go. Go. (laughs) That's the brunch breakdown. We're out.